Hello, listeners. I would like to welcome you all to another episode of Are You Really Living? Today, I have a wonderful guest with me here. Her name is Lisa. Hello, Lisa. I would like to welcome you to Are You Really Living? How are you doing today? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So thank you for coming by. So my first question to you will be, so Lisa, are you really living? Yes, I have to say yes especially now that I'm unemployed <laughs> and have been for almost a couple weeks. <laughs> what what happened? Why? I mean, I know you're not an employee because you can't find a job. Uh, I believe it's because. So, well, why I left my last job? Yeah. Or what happened? They try to make me go back to the office three times a week. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you guys have fun with that. So <laughs> Not, no, I won't so, be participating. Okay, so that's why. In other words, you walked away because you were unhappy with the with what they wanted to, you to do. Yeah, well, and in fairness, like, I don't know if I told you this already, but uh, because um, when I applied for the job a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. I saw that the office was um, in Kendall. Okay. Or... or I don't know if everyone is who would listen is local or not, but no, it was, it's far away. In other words, it's a few it, it was like, right. It's like the, the commute would have been crazy. And I knew that, but so I only applied because um, I knew it was going to be remote. Like this was before anyone even really had their first shot. So no one was talking about going back to the office yet. Mm-hmm. So when I interviewed for the job, I told them, like, look, I don't ever intend to be routinely going into this office. And because it's, I guess, felt so premature at the time to even mention that, they were okay. kind of like, okay, yeah, whatever, and swept it under the rug. And so I had been working from home that whole time until a couple weeks ago. And they were like, okay, we want you to go back uh three times a week starting next week and i'm like good one mm-hmm. bye and so, then you left it okay yeah now, i do i do recall um you used to work for the city of weston uh-huh. um what what happened there you left there as well and you mentioned there's a funny story connected to it so you want to share it with us oh yeah so um <laughs> my most embarrassing story so Mm -hmm. i've always had trouble answering this question about what's the most embarrassing thing that's happened to you because i'm quite shameless Mm -hmm. it's like really hard for me to get embarrassed which i suppose is a good thing but sometimes it's like maybe i should be embarrassed but (laughs) the point is when this thing happened, I finally have a most embarrassing moment story. Okay. So, okay. So I had to, so for this job, I, uh, so the city was um, building a new park. Well, they were renovating an existing park. Okay. And so they're putting in a bunch of trees and uh, shrubs or whatever, all the landscaping. And my job was to put all the plants in the park, in the renovated park, in the database. Mm -hmm. 
And so that involved uh, like putting in its uh, scientific name, its common name, how tall it was or was going to grow to be, et cetera. So I had to do this with the help of um, the landscaping guy. So the city's, uh, I, f I forget what his title was, but maybe that's a good thing. Okay, uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> but basically he like, he's like uh i think he's like he knows everything about every plant he's like mm -hmm. a super botanist so he's a plant encyclopedia and i'm the gis person so i'm going around and inputting the all the data he's telling me about every plant in the park okay so you know we're doing that we go up to and it's obviously like kind of tedious going mm -hmm. up to plant in the park and he tells me this is what it's called this is how high it's going to grow this is its common name blah 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 okay so that's what we're doing eventually we get to this tree um and maybe you'll be able to recall the tree it's like it's this tree with like all the leaves are yellow and mm -hmm. they dangle and they fall all the time and it'll be like it'll have like all the yellow leaves around the tree okay. it's like a common tree here and they're like i'm sure if i'm sure if you looked it up you recognize the tree so there's one of them in the park and so i go up to it and like with every other plant i'm like hey what's this scientific name he tells me the scientific name of that tree and I'm like, okay, common name. And he like, he stops for a moment. And he like reluctantly says, golden shower. <laughs> that's the name of the tree. Yeah, that's what the tree is called. <laughs> and so I was like, and so the reason why this was so awkward is because like, you know, I had only interacted with this guy like once before this and we'd said like three words to each other even mm -hmm. if this had been like my boss I promise you like I would have laughed and he would have laughed and it would have been funny and not mm -hmm. uncomfortable because I've interacted with my boss before but this guy I had never spoken to so it was super awkward okay 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 and so so he tells me the name of the tree <laughs> And I'm like, and because I don't know him at all, I'm like, I like make a sound. It's like nine in the morning. I'm like, <laughs> uh -huh. and when he tells me the name of the tree. And so I'm like, I'm like, what do I do here? I'm quite uncomfortable. I'm not used to this feeling. Mm -hmm. So I just like pretend nothing happened. And I put the name of the tree down um yeah so then we continue on and that was like that I mean it takes a lot to make me uncomfortable I said yeah. that was that was a lot and then um my boss <laughs> called me because he was looking through the database and he's like um sorry I got a notification mm -hmm. and he's and he's like Lisa is that what the tree is called I'm like yeah I swear that's what the tree is called <laughs> Wow. I, I mean, I just learned something new as well. I didn't know there was a tree by that name. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, we won't even repeat it. It's a yeah. family-friendly podcast. Uh, 
But yeah, so I learned something new. And every time I'm with someone mm-hmm. and we're driving or whatever, and I, I see that tree, I have to announce to everyone. Fun fact, here's what that tree is called. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then and then so after that, you ended up leaving the city of Weston and then you went. Oh, but that. I didn't leave because of that. Yeah. Because of that. But <laughs> I did. I did I left like that was early in 2020 or no that was summer 2020 mm-hmm. and so yeah I I left the house for that and then I left the job that February okay okay but so, you really yeah. enjoyed it at at Weston yeah yeah it, it you, was had, fun, yeah. you had fun you had fun there now um you are you were born here in the states you're American your parents are Russian Mm-hmm. how is it growing up in a household where you know parents with Russian parents how was that for you I think in a lot of ways you know there was there's good and bad about it I think um whatever what anyone can relate to whose parents are immigrants is that uh there's a lot of expectations that mm-hmm. you're very anxious about meeting um they you know you you kind of are anxious about uh exploring your interests or at least I was because I mean my parents think there are only three jobs doctor lawyer engineer so I was like (laughs) I think everyone can relate um so I mean I, if I told them, oh, I like art, I mean, they, they'd panic a little bit. <laughs> so, but um, they also, I, I think like what a good thing is about it was that I wasn't uh, sheltered and that um, they're very, I think Russians or I think people from the Soviet Union more broadly they don't uh I don't think they have a concept of like censorship Mm -hmm. children Mm -hmm. like so I was like growing up watching like law and order SVU and like all that and I was for sure too young which surely that messed me up in some ways but in other ways like I kind of learned what had to be learned early um okay I mean I wasn't like six watching that but I was like I was like in middle school you know they weren't like they're always very straightforward about life and like you know because they grew up pretty tough so they're like well she lives in this nice western house we gotta at least give it to her straight so she doesn't end up a complete princess so that makes sense now did did they talk to you about the soviet union days and how they were able to manage and also i do recall you mentioned that your father is jewish Uh Um, how was that um i mean they talk about those days often you know like Anytime I complained about something when I was little, it was like, oh, please, we had to walk three miles to school in 10 feet of snow uphill both ways every time. So, (laughs) but uh, 
obviously that I, they didn't go uphill both ways, but it's just kind of like the joke. They have to like, I mean, you can't complain about anything, like even briefly, because, you know, they they went through it all and couldn't complain, you know, so all that. But yeah, especially my dad, because um, my dad was Jewish there and that was really not a good time. I mean, to to be fair, he doesn't talk about it a lot. I think he's too traumatized. <laughs> But, um, it, yeah, that wasn't a good time for him, I know. Um, I think he was, like, a smart guy, but he was, like, failed in school on purpose, I know, because just because he was Jewish and, you Wait, know. He, he will, he will, they will fail him or he will do it himself on purpose? No, they, no, teachers failed him. Oh, okay, okay, teachers failed him. he was Jewish. Well, I mean, like, uh, I, yeah. And I, I like they and they were open about it too. I think they were just like, you can't be having the same grades as the Russian kids or whatever. Um, uh, and so, yeah, then he got with my mom who is not Jewish and that just created more problems for everyone. Um, yeah, so my mom is Russian, Russian, so she's okay. ethnically Russian. Um, and my dad is Jewish. And so a lot of my mom's family stopped talking to her when she started going out with my dad. They met their first year of college or college equivalent. So they were 18. Uh, they just last year celebrated their 40th wedding anniversary wow congrats yeah i know it's like wild right um so um yeah they got married and they came here and that kind of that kind of uh really shaped i think my worldview knowing how um problematic my parents relationship was there and how sort of at the same time not problematic it is here like there like that's that's an fully an interracial relationship and in a place that's like super racist and here no i i think like every everyone who's white in south florida or most most people who are white in south florida have at least one jewish grandparent like like no like no one cares that jewishness is mixed in at all so to me like i knew i think from when i was really young that how much all of that is such nonsense to care about that like and I mean, in like in any context, like Jewish, Asian, Black, like whatever, like it doesn't matter. Like it's all stuff we made up, you know, so. Now, why is that? Why is there friction between the, uh, the like, let me say the real Russian or I, I should e ethnic say Russian. ethnic Russians and a Jew what Russian? Why is there friction? Um, well, 
Russians hate everyone, to be honest. I mean, well, okay, I think Jewish people in Europe, they've always been mistreated. That's like, <laughs> that's standard fare and that has been standard fare forever. So that just kind of translated into Russia. Um, and Russians aren't fans of them, you know, so I feel so, I mean, being Jewish in Europe in general has never been a good time. So then Russians on top of that are extremely xenophobic, um, and racist and they're, they're everything, you know, so it's like that's just like the worst place to be different so is there is there a lot of diversity there in other words would you see a african or black community in russia or so surprisingly it is kind of diverse well i think in the sit in the big cities yeah because um there's a lot of there's been a lot of immigration from like central asia and the Caucasus region, which is like where Armenia, Georgia, Azerbaijan are, you know, all that. And actually, like, there's a handful of people in the cities in Russia who are who are black, but well, as we understand black to mean, because they um they call those from uh the caucasian region black in russian which actually now that i think about it i don't know if it's polite or a slur <laughs> knowing russians it's probably a slur mm -hmm. but um uh, who we think of as black uh so people who appear to have african ancestry there's handfuls of them in in the big cities because um the soviet union invited like a lot of students to come study there from africa and okay, so okay. they had kids with you know the people who were already there um so some people are like mixed and i think and especially i think in ukraine as well that's more common than in in uh russia even but um the uh i just saw like i was saying i like this conversation right now because there's this guy going viral right now uh -huh. on on instagram because he's this russian dude and his name is nikita and but he's but he's black but he's like he's like the first person in my life who I've seen speaking fluent Russian who's clearly a native Russian speaker clearly went to school there and grew up there and he also clearly has two black parents oh wow yeah yeah so he he's not half he's clearly not he has he's and it's like and you know the first time I saw him speak I was like whoa but yeah, so he's gone viral because he's doing a lot of ads right now. And it's obviously like taking a lot of people by surprise. So but, in other yeah. words, that's not something you see a lot in terms of having two black parents in Russia. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, like I said, mixed, I think is like 
not common, but I mean, it ha it's happened and it happens. But I mean, two black parents. Yeah, I don't think that's and you're and you're speaking fluent Russian. Yeah, I don't think that's a common occurrence at all. So, I mean, okay. it's it's pretty wild. Now, based on what you hearing from, you know, friends, parents, you know, that are Russian, how do you think the conflict between Russia and Ukraine will end? Or will it end anytime soon? Um so people um so since it started, all my parents watch is like uh YouTubers like uh Russian and Ukrainian YouTubers who talk about the war. All those people and I I could name a handful, but it's not as if people would know who they are. But um basically my parents wa watch that 24/7 for the past year and according to them it's going to end probably in the next year. So and uh in a Ukrainian victory, thank God. But um, yeah, so I mean, obviously it's unfortunate that it ever started, but well, I think to be clear, it did start nine years ago, actually, when Russia annexed uh, Crimea. That was kind of Putin sort of dipping his toes into the imperialistic pond um well of ukraine specifically and then you know only last year did he sort of go full throttle but now do you believe yeah. if, so if something were to be done nine years ago do you think he'll be able to do what he's doing currently right probably if something were done nine years ago this wouldn't be happening right now Right. I don't think. I mean, also, I want to say I'm not any sort of war expert, but it's it's the idea. It, I mean, the basics of it, the fundamentals of it are simple. You have an imperialistic freak. Right. That's all. That's all he really is. He's like he's like straight out of the 17th, 18th century land grabbing like he thinks land is power. And I mean, that that's very simplistic because that's kind of not getting into the complexities of uh, Russian sort of, uh, you know, the Russian superiority complex and Russian imperialism and colonization in particular. But basically, like, he's just land grabbing. And if he had been stopped when the first time he tried, we'd probably be good. And people, and also a lot of people are saying, like, why are we giving money to Ukraine? That's none of our business. Well, I mean, this guy is not going to stop at Ukraine if he gets Ukraine. That's why it's all our business. He's He's a tyrant, you know? Like, he's... He, I mean, I hate to. Uh, so in your humble opinion, you mentioned that Ukraine will be victorious. Um, how do you see it? So that 
that question is kind of out of my purview to be honest because I'm just reporting mm -hmm. like what I've been told <laughs> you yeah, know yeah, yeah. like um but I I think it's uh because they're sense enough you know of whatever they need from the United States you know the good old United States with all the military equipment all the guns mm-hmm everything that's needed for war this country has it so let's okay. give it to ukraine and help them out makes sense now let's jump into the next topic um it's in reference to the second amendment uh we talked about it briefly uh can you explain your interpretation of the second amendment and what do you think it means and what are the key arguments you know, surrounding it, surrounding its meaning. So I don't recall what the Second Amendment says in its entirety. Okay. But what I think the right to bear arms means um, is that, uh, you know, ordinary citizens are able to own arms or a gun. You know, I think that's fair. But also when that was written, a gun was basically like a slingshot. Mm -hmm, well, mm -hmm. no, it wasn't a slingshot. But I mean, it's not what they are today. So if you dropped an AR in Thomas Jefferson's lap, he would lose his mind. So yeah. uh, I think that's important to take into consideration when we talk about what the constitution allows and doesn't allow um yeah what was the next part of the question no so uh well the next thing i could ask you is in reference to now gun control mm -hmm. um how do you see this argument related to the second amendment when it comes to gun control so i think i think it needs to be much harder than it is currently to get a gun. I don't think making it very hard to get a gun is in violation of the Second Amendment. Because I mean, I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> I'm not I'm not a judge. I'm certainly not an expert of legal or constitutional interpretation. Mm -hmm. However, uh Plainly, making it hard to get a gun does not make it impossible to get a gun and therefore is not in violation of the Second Amendment. So I think, um, you know, raise, raise the age you need to be to get a gun. Certainly, you should, like, <laughs> it shouldn't be younger than it is to use medical marijuana for example i mean i don't think i think if you have to be 21 to do that you can't be 18 and able to get a gun that doesn't make any sense to me yeah um i think it should be harder to get a gun in a civilized society than it is to have an abortion for example mm -hmm. um so the fact that that's not the case in at least in many states is like very whack 
Yeah, I think gun control means you make it hard to get a gun. I obviously background checks. Okay. Um. Yeah, background checks. Would you? Would you also think it would be good to implement some sort of uh mental health check exam or tests? Well, in my mind, that's that's involved in a background check. But also, I'd I'd say like. Yeah, there's all those people who are saying it's not the gun, it's the person, it's their mental health. It's like, look, like, this isn't the only country where people have poor mental health. Like, mm -hmm. yet somehow it is the only country where there's a shooting, like, every single day. So I think the common denominator is the guns, right? not the mental health so um it's clearly the guns i don't i don't know like why people are pretending it's not i mean and the craziest people are the ones who want to arm teachers i'm sorry that those people i feel like those people must have never gone to school because i've had so many teachers that if I knew they they were keeping a piece in their desk, I would have been way too scared to go to class and I would not have gone to class. And, you know, and and even like the kids in the class, like rowdy boys knowing that their teacher has a gun in their desk. Are you serious? And they're and the teachers being paid like 45 a year. Like, no, like that how you cannot realize that's going to make things worse is so beyond me like that that's scary that is scary stuff that people want to arm teachers okay. yeah now scary. for you for you um clearly you're not uh, a supporter to arm teachers now <laughs> yeah. you don't have you don't have any kids as of yet no. so when you do have kids and you know the school were to say they are arming the teachers what what would what would be your next step what would you do i mean for the immediate future i'd homeschool i guess well but the thing is it doesn't happen that fast right you know what kind of state you live in right well if you live if you if I, i'd probably live in a blue state where i know that that would never happen so, but okay, let's say, let's say I live in a blue state and that legislation comes out of nowhere and out of nowhere, it's like, okay, starting tomorrow, teachers are armed. I'm, I'm making plans to move to where they're not for sure. For sure. Makes sense. So in other words, you, you're not going to be at the school board meeting uh, with your sign say no no because no. it's gonna be too late bro it's like <laughs> like like oh my like because the like there are bad kids in class too and they know the teacher is armed you know it's like like so much could happen no like i'm i'm out i'm out probably the next week okay all right all right uh, now you do know this show is called "Are You Really Living?" It's about inspiring. Um, you are, I believe, 
I failed to ask you in the beginning. You're an engineer. What did you go to school for? I'm not an engineer. I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting. I am a GIS person. GIS. No, what does it stand for? Because I have no clue. Geographic Information Systems or Science. It depends on the context. Mm -hmm. So I make maps. Simply put. You make maps. Okay. You, you, You attended FIU. No. Okay. What school you attended? I went to McGill in Montreal. Okay. All right. That's where you went. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now the next part is going to be the fun part. Um, What was the last book that you read or TV show you watched you would say made you cry? Um, <laughs> well, do movies don't count? Yeah, of course movie counts. Movies count, right? Yeah. <laughs> I watched um the second Borat movie. Mm-hmm. It made me cry. It made you cry because you're laughing so hard or No, like... it made me it made me cry cry. <laughs> at first of all, everything makes every movie makes me cry, but I rewatched the second Borat movie like last week. And, and I was crying again. It made me cry the first time. And because it was like, because, you know, the arc, mm-hmm. it's like, it's actually very deep, you know, because he finds his like long lost daughter and he's um upset that she's not a boy, basically. <laughs> but then he comes to realize that, that he loves his daughter and that she, he loves that she's a daughter not a son like he doesn't mind anymore that he's not that she's not a son Mm -hmm. so it's like it's like actually very deep so so i was crying yeah oh wow that's cool that's cool what is if 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 you could be any superhero what would it be uh buttercup from powerpuff girls oh i don't i don't (laughs) it's been so many years for me which one was she? The the the, the green the one. Green one. <laughs> I loved Powerpuff Girls. Oh wow, that's those were old days. I remember them on Cartoon Network. Yeah, I know. Throwing it back, right? Yeah, that's way back. Way yeah, back. I'm old now too. I mean, wow. girl, and, and during those time, I used to watch um, the Justice League. Oh, this is like you yeah. come on you used to come on around i believe 9 30 or 10 o'clock on cartoon network cartoon network was the best yeah and like, i'm i'm old now you know yeah, like, we're we're all old we're not yeah. gonna disclose age you know but okay. we are old <laughs> okay. what's the yeah. craziest thing on your bucket list well since you mentioned skydiving now that's the craziest thing on my bucket list but indoor skydiving no that's no the skydiving is the craziest but indoor can't be the craziest because it's you you're gonna be doing that soon well but you said on my bucket list so that's on my bucket list okay so but well but that that logic doesn't make sense that it can't be the craziest because I'm doing it soon. Yeah, I, the, the I, indoor I is not, but the the regular skydiving is the craziest one. Okay, fine. Okay, 
So I maybe if I like indoor skydiving, mm -hmm. then I will put uh like serious skydiving on my bucket list, and then that will be the craziest thing on it. Perfect. Now, from the different people I've uh, interviewed so far in this podcast, um, some most I'm not gonna say most of them, but some of them are single. I believe you're single. Yes. Okay. Single. So the, the, <laughs> the I guess the follow up question to that was uh, to me from me to you will be, um, how is dating? nowadays is it hard or is it easy or how do you find it dating well safe? i i should clarify like i don't think i am single because i've been seeing someone i really like okay so i feel so i don't want to say i'm single okay now but prior to him terrible <laughs> why why do you think or what do you say is terrible well, well, for straight females, it's it's like looking through the dumpster for something valuable. Like, I mean, that's actually what it is. Like, it's it's the worst. Like, oh my god! Like, like one of the first questions I ask is, "How often do you wash your sheets?" Like, because because <laughs> these guys will go months, years. I'm telling you, I'm I'm telling you that's one of the first questions I ask. Well, for I I ask I ask, are you a Republican? And how often do you wash your sheets? Like straight up. I, that's what I need to know right to know away. If you're like, gonna continue or just walk away. Yeah, exactly. Like there there are there are questions I ask right away. It's like, are you married? Are you a Republican? How often do you wash your sheets? Like, mm. okay, now, now we can, this can be explored. But it's like, I mean, it's, it's bad out here, man. Like, it's bad. I mean, and I only like older guys too. Mm -hmm. Like, I have never, I mean, everyone makes fun of me for this. Cause like, but this has been the case since I was like, since forever since I was even like 18 19 like I only really look at guys who are at least 35 mm. so I can't I can't believe this is going on our podcast but like <laughs> but it's true and so like in it's and I have to I have to draw the line there because it's like like I said these guys don't wash their sheets they they don't they use two-in-one shampoo and conditioner like it's crazy it's crazy they think they think you're gonna be their mom I mean there are there are older guys who think you're gonna be their mom but I mean especially younger guys like they're looking for someone to replace their mom basically mm. like because they don't know how to do their laundry they don't know how to take care of themselves like they don't know that it's okay to cry sometimes and they need you to replace their mom because their mom doesn't live with them anymore and I, it's like listen I'm not trying to be your mom you know 
Now, based on that, what was the worst experience you had, or should I say, worst date you can recall? That was bad. <laughs> My worst date. Because this seems like you had a few bad ones. Well, you well, you know, like, but you know, I don't let it get to that point though, where we're actually out. Mm-hmm. You know, like I establish these things over text. Okay. So. I, I'm not learned so by the time like uh we're sitting down in public, I know he washes his sheets, you know. So okay. at that point I know that and I know he's not a Republican, you know. So um but man, stuff like the the stuff like in the very, very beginning stages that I've been told like over text or over the phone is like it's it's not family friendly stuff i mean it's oh, okay. very sad. so we can't talk about it but i mean well let me let me i mean just guys just like oh, the thing that just popped into my head is really funny but i can't say it um but yeah basically like it's just like they they just like talk to you like you're not a person is mm. basically the overarching theme. Like they would never talk that way to a to a person in real life. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like like I would just like to be spoken to like I'm a person, you know? Yeah. And they're they're all up in my texts like hey i want to blah 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 it's like whoa mm-hmm. like so in other words a lack of respect in the beginning yeah for sure but i mean that's how you weed them out at the same yeah. time that's how you weed them out but the problem is that there's so many weeds there's so many weeds the it's it's going dumpster diving <laughs> It's it's a giant brown field full of weeds and you're looking for like a coin okay. in all the weeds or something. But like I'm that. I'm glad you actually finally find that corn or you approaching the corn now. I mean, I think I mean this was kind of an awkward time to ask that to ask me that question, honestly. Mm-hmm. Because like I've been single for years and you like anytime like before the last couple months you could have asked me that it would have been so easy to answer yes i'm single yeah but we have, we just like haven't had the conversation yet you know like what are we you know mm-hmm. so it's so it's like extra awk because of that too but i mean it's unspoken but he knows you know that you guys are feeling each other in other words yes you know. yeah for sure for sure yeah okay so if he's listening right now what would you want to tell him um he's not listening right now no so i'm not gonna say anything okay all right well you're so you're so lucky that i don't get embarrassed easily or else i would be so bad (laughs) okay okay well um in terms of uh He's not going to be feeling me after this podcast, I feel He's like. Not? No, no, don't say that. Actually, you you spoke the truth and you spoke your heart. 
And I think he's going to be very happy when he hears that he's that I mean, porn. like, I was, like, half joking, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you know, but, like, thank you so much for believing in me and for being, like, the best wingman ever. Wow, that's a great message to him. Oh, he's 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 gonna hear that. He's gonna hear that. Oh, no, he's... that's my message to you. Oh, to me. Oh, yes, I thought it was to him. No, that you're the best wingman ever. Oh, because you had me on the podcast to talk about that. Thank you, thank you. Well, I had to say thank you to you because you decided to come on the podcast to yeah. talk about it. Yeah. So I agree. Well, no, I didn't know we were gonna talk about that. <laughs> Oh, he's taking you to Paris since for the summer. After listening <laughs> to this, yeah, probably. Yeah, you're gonna like they always say you'll be flown out. <laughs> that that's a different type of arrangement when you're flown <laughs> out. Oh wait, it's a different type of arrangement. What is that? I mean, that's what I hear. Out? Yeah, like he flies with you to go to Paris. Well, yeah, that's like more if you're together. But if 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 a guy flies you out to where he is, that's like a borderline. You're an escort. Okay. All right. Well, clearly, I don't understand the terminology, so I'm gonna switch it up. We're gonna been married too long. Yeah, we we gotta we gotta switch it up real quick, and let's talk about some other stuff. <laughs> but, um. <laughs> With that being said, I wanted to thank you again for coming on the podcast. Um, I don't want to take any more of your time. And uh, I don't know if anything yeah, else. I have I have so little free time, you know. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> unemployed. That was a joke. So I, I have a lot of time. It's yeah, okay. Man. I mean, you, you, I know whenever you're ready, you'll find a job. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still I'm still getting my direct deposit my last one tomorrow so i'm i'm still in you, vacation mode you're good you're good so with that being said thank you again thank you again for coming i greatly appreciate it and uh to the listeners i want to say go ahead and like subscribe and always ask yourself that question are you really living thank you again thank Lisa. Thank you for having me that's what my russian parents taught me to say <laughs> thank you thank you Thank you.